All right. All right, everybody. Today we're going to be talking about objectives and goals. Take your seats. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to the Change Academy podcast, a podcast that focuses on the art and science of behavior change, because it really is a little bit of both. I'm Monica Reinagle. I'm here with my co-host, Brock Armstrong. Hello. Now, you may know Brock from his fitness podcast, The Get Fit Guy. Uh, Brock, you've been recording that now for about three Almost years three now. three years, yeah. Yeah. And you may know me from my other podcast, The Nutrition Diva Podcast. I've actually been recording that for about 12 years. But this podcast, obviously, is much newer. And you might be wondering why, with all that podcasting going on, we need, needed to have another one. And no, it's not <laughs> because we were cooped up at home during a pandemic and had nothing better to do. <laughs> well... <laughs> This podcast came to be because of what Brock and I have seen over the many, many years coaching our clients and seeing how challenging it is to convert information into sustainable change. It's turns out it's really hard to, to take what you know, whether it's about fitness or nutrition or productivity or stress management or money management or anything to convert what you know into what you do and ultimately into who you are. And that's what we want to talk about in the Change Academy podcast. I think I said in the first episode that we believe that everyone has the ability to choose a new set of habits, a new set of thought patterns, a new set of behaviors. And each of the episodes of this podcast is going to hit on one aspect or another of exactly that. So that's why we are here. Yeah, it's not about loading you up with more information. It's really about loading you up with the tools that you need to take that information and turn it into the results that you'd like to see in your life. Yeah, so to that point, last week, we actually covered a topic that was all about curiosity and learning how to, I guess, ask the right question in the right time rather than looking for a specific answer that you try to just jimmy into every situation. And this week, we're actually going to look at goals and objectives. And I don't want to give too much away because it's a really fascinating topic. But before we get into that, we always like to sort of give some concrete examples of how we use all of this stuff in our own lives. So, Monica, have you been working on anything in particular over the last week or so? I have been. I have actually been working on recovery which I know is a topic very near and dear to your heart. But I think it also fits in so well with what we were talking about last week in terms of curiosity. So there's a company called Whoop, and they are actually sponsoring my other podcast, the Nutrition Diva podcast, and I think Mine yours too. <laughs> too. They are not sponsoring the Change Academy podcast. They're just getting a little free airtime here, but it, it yeah. makes a good story. So because they're sponsoring the Nutrition Diva podcast, they sent me a little wearable device that collects information. And so I've been wearing it to kind of see how it works. And it's not a typical fitness tracker. It doesn't track your miles or your steps or your speed. It tracks other things like your heart rate and your heart rate variability and your sleep quality and quantity. And its function is to help you get an, an idea of how your body is recovering from the stress that you're experiencing. And it's not just about the stress or the strain that you get from exercising, but from all different aspects of your life, the non-exercise activity that you do, but also psychological and emotional stress that you may be experiencing. So that was sort of a different angle on things. I was, I was curious. 
But I was surprised when I started getting the data back from this machine that it looks like my body is maybe not recovering as well as it could be. And one of the reasons... this isn't because you're like training for an Ironman or something like that. Right. So Brock has just blown my cover. One of the reasons that this was sort of surprising to me is that, you know, Brock is the athlete around here. I am not an athlete. I don't have huge ambitions, you know. Basically, I just want to keep my heart healthy and feel strong and energetic enough to do the things I want to do in my life and, you know, feel comfortable in a sleeveless shirt. That's basically the extent of of my ambitions. I love it. (laughs) So I'm not somebody who trains super, super hard. And I was a little surprised to see that my recovery was lacking. And I don't think it was because I wasn't getting enough sleep because I actually do a pretty good job sleeping. And so I had to look a little bit further and... I have been incorporating more active recovery into my routine. I've been doing more stretching, more yoga, more breathing exercises, more relaxation exercises, body scans, that kind of thing. And I am seeing the numbers change in Mm. the app. I'm actually starting to improve my recovery metrics, which was kind of fun. But the reason I feel like this fits in so well with what we were talking about last week is that this app doesn't just come and tell you what to do. It doesn't just tell you what the answer is. Here's how long you should be running or how hard you should be running or or anything. What it does is it gives you some information and it invites you to consider that information in light of your experience or to change what you're doing and seeing how it affects the data and then how that affects your experience. It's the perfect example of not just giving the right answer, but it's helping me to ask some new questions and uh, and help me cultivate that that scientific state of mind that we were talking about last week. And it really has motivated me to to make some changes in my behavior. So that was my fun experiment this week. That's a great experiment. The thing that surprised me the most about using this this tracker was to actually see that my sleep is better than I thought. Hmm. <laughs> I've always had, and this is Actually, this will tie in nicely with what we're talking about today is I've always had sort of the identity I've identified as somebody who has sleep problems for most of my life. I was sort of brought up believing that our family doesn't sleep well. And Hmm. you know what? They don't. But (laughs) apparently I've been able to turn that around. And now I can stop identifying as somebody who has sleep problems because I've got hard evidence from my my sleep tracker that I'm actually kind of killing it in the sleep department. Isn't that so funny about how our story about ourselves, what we believe to be our true about ourselves can even override the information, can override our actual experience. We can maybe disregard it because it conflicts with our identity or our idea about ourselves. And that actually brings us right into what we're going to talk about this week. Yeah. You know, before we uh, before we started recording today, we went through some some scenarios and some ideas and sort of hashed out exactly how we wanted to talk about this. And I think it might be really valuable to as a way to just introduce everybody into this topic to just we have this list of eight criteria or eight things, for lack of a better word, that we think that people need to execute or keep in mind if they're going to make behavior change last and be be sustainable. And when I have to admit, Monica made the list. I I vetted it and went through it and stuff, but Monica made the original list. Brock modified the list. (laughs) Yes, there you go. When Monica was making this list, she specifically chose the word objective. And then somehow we introduced the word goal as well. And then both of us got a little muddled up. (laughs) So 
Can you tell me, I guess, how you, why you chose objective and then how goal got in there as well? I think the reason I chose that word objective is precisely because I didn't want to use the word goal. Because goal is one that we throw around a lot when we're trying to make changes in our lives. We may have various goals for ourselves. And I, in our work with people over the years, I've seen so often how the goal doesn't maybe necessarily keep you from making sustainable change, but it doesn't get you all the way there. We need something a little bit more than a goal. And so choosing the word objective was was to really differentiate it from a goal. And maybe that would be the best way to talk about this in terms of well, what is the difference really between an objective and a goal? Yeah. I see the objective as being more than just about achieving a certain result or metric or crossing a certain finish line. An objective for me is a much more internalized and global and sustainable thing. Mm-hmm. It has more to do with our identity, who we see ourselves as. It's tied to our idea about our ideal self is a phrase that I've heard you use, Brock. And Mm -hmm. so that objective goes beyond a goal, beyond just thinking like, I want to achieve this, a little bit more into that territory of this is how I want to be. This is who I want to be. And for reasons that we can talk more about, we find this to be so much more powerful and sustaining than just having a goal, which you may or may not reach. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with goals. We're not putting goals down. But just making that differentiation, I think, is really important right off the bat. I I think another word that we could substitute for objective is like core value or something, something along those lines as well, which is much more meaningful and much more aspirational, I guess. It's not just a, an item on your to-do list. Is that, a, is that a fair way to say it? Yeah, I think it's that small shift between what we do and who we are or who we would like to be. And and this is something that, because it is tied to our core values, or we, we hope to make it tied to our core values, just gets us a lot further than having a goal. Because And well, let's talk some about the, the value of goals, because like I said, I don't want to throw those out. I think goals are really useful. Um, but a goal that is not tied to an objective or a core value or your identity um, can be a little bit anemic. Yeah. We all have little bucket list goals that we just want to do for the sake of doing them. Like, why did the why did the man climb the mountain or why did the chicken cross the road or whatever? Any of those kind of <laughs> platitudes. There's nothing wrong with that. Like we can we can do those sorts of things, but that's not the kind of goal that that we're necessarily addressing today. And I think the way that I've been looking at the goals is often we have a history of either setting these short-term goals for ourselves and achieving them or or not achieving them. And sometimes our past, or well, oftentimes that history that we have with whether or not we achieve those smaller goals or not will really have a big impact on whether or not we even set an objective for ourselves if we failed at a particular goal more than once, even just once, but certainly more than once, we get this idea. And it's like I was talking about earlier, too, that we get this idea in our head of I'm not a good sleeper, as, mm-hmm. as I said. So why would I bother to try that? And that, that'll keep you from setting that objective. So to change that story 
and allow you to set that bigger objective, sometimes having those smaller goals that you can you can start checking off your list and you can start achieving will help you actually redefine your belief in yourself. Kind of the way the the whoop has redefined the way that I look at myself as a sleeper. I'm a I'm a champion sleeper. Now I can change my objective to being an even better sleeper. (laughs) In the Way Less program that Brock and I created together to work with people on a certain kind of objective uh, or goal, we often talk about the difference between losing weight and weighing less. Mm. And I think that that might be a good, even if that's not your particular objective or your particular goal, I think it's a useful way to, to look at this. And, and it's something that our members sometimes struggle to really understand the difference. You know, they think, well, that's just a cute thing that you say. That's just, <laughs> just today, one of our members said, well, I thought that was just kind of a semantic distinction. But for me, it is not at all just a little piece of wordplay, the difference between losing weight and weighing less. No. And it has to do with the objective and the identity. So if you identify as somebody who needs to lose weight, then you're probably attracted to dieting behaviors that promise to help you lose weight, right? And you're probably looking for the diets that will be most effective in helping you lose weight because you're somebody who needs to lose weight. And you might take some actions based on that, uh, that goal or that identity, and you might lose weight. At that point, you are no longer someone who needs to lose weight. And so you're probably going to stop taking those actions, stop rehearsing those behaviors because they're no longer ident- you know, aligned with your, with your goal. And at that point, inevitably, and many of you have been down this road many times, you start to gradually regain the weight. And sure enough, before you know it, you are once again, someone who needs to lose weight. <laughs> you kind of make it true. If we shift that perspective and the objective, instead of in order to lose weight, our objective is to become someone who weighs less. It changes a couple of different things. Now you are taking actions, you are choosing behaviors that are going to help you weigh less. And when you become someone or as you become someone who weighs less, that identity doesn't change. And so you have no reason to stop taking those behaviors. It becomes a sustained part of who you are and why you do the things you do and the things that you choose to do. And that is why that has the potential to be so much more sustainable because it's not a goal that we either make or don't make. It is a new identity that we're moving into. And that is why we spend so much time talking about that distinction and and helping people reframe their goals and their ambitions away from losing weight and toward weighing less. Does that make any sense? Yes, I, I think it does. Hopefully everybody out there is nodding their heads vigorously. And if it's not making sense, tell us it's not making sense. We want to make sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the goal is not just to fill your time here. The goal is to fill your brains. But what okay, so what I was what I was sort of hearing is so the goals could be the way that you build the confidence and the momentum that will help you start your journey from moving from where you are right now, or in cognitive behavior therapy, we talk about your current self. And those goals will help you align and move you along that journey towards your ideal self. And in in your example, the ideal self is someone who weighs less, hasn't just lost weight, because we know like if you get a horrible flu, you're going to lose weight <laughs> just from that. But that's not a that's not an objective. That's just an outcome. Well, it may be another way to look at it is the difference between being someone who needs to quit smoking 
and being a non-smoker. Mm. You know, it's the same actions uh, would be would come out of either of those statements, but that is sort of moving from a goal into an identity, a core value. I'm becoming. I'm. I am becoming a non-smoker. I am a non-smoker. That's that's my goal. My goal is, or my objective is not to quit smoking. My objective is to become a non-smoker. Or to get even more philosophical about it, I guess you could. Your objective could be to become more compassionate to be a more compassionate person. Maybe a goal along the way would be to make donations to charities. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would that's a, a worthy goal in and of itself, but it also helps you move towards that objective and that new identity of being somebody who's more compassionate overall and in general. Yeah, it helps you rewrite that story. Um, or, or as I sometimes refer to it, it, help, it helps you collect some evidence that mm-hmm. you are actually moving toward uh, that objective. But I, we don't want to um, negate the impact that goals can have because, you know, assuming a new identity or developing into, you know, a new identity, that's sort of a big project. And I think as humans, we have to be able to take a really big project like that and break it down into some doable pieces that we can measure, that we can see, like, am I doing it? Did yeah. I do it? You know, did I succeed yeah. at it? What did or didn't work? Um, and so the goals definitely have a function in giving us some concrete ways to take a step, you know, in a certain direction uh, or even to accomplish an interim goal or metric, whatever it is, um, but that that's not where it ends. Yeah. And I think you're starting to starting to hint towards our next topic, which will be in the next episode of this podcast. We're going to be talking about planning. And this definitely is uh, is sort of the, I guess, the launching point for setting up that plan, because we can have all these, we can have the objectives, we can have the goals, but if we don't set up a way to to achieve those or to start moving towards them, then it's all just sort of pie in the sky, right? Pie in the sky, is that the right expression? Yeah. Blue sky thinking? I think that's right. But to jump right into the plan without setting up, you know, these more intrinsic motivators, I think, is where a lot of people go wrong. They spend all of their energy shopping for the right plan and not enough time creating this foundation into which, you know, goals and plans can be so useful and so helpful. But uh, but just leaping right into the plan stages is often where things fall apart, where things begin to fall apart. And they're only just beginning. Yeah. Yeah, actually, this is a good point to uh, to remind anybody, if you just started listening to this podcast and you haven't started from the beginning, things will make a lot more sense if you start from episode one. Things will build uh, upon each other. So if you just happen to jump in here and you haven't listened to the other ones, I encourage you to to at least, like, you don't necessarily have to stop right now and, and abandon ship, but when you finish this one, go back to the beginning so you can get it in the right order. Well, and one another good reason to go back uh, to the beginning is that at the end of each episode, we actually give you a little lab assignment to to try at home because we do want to give you the opportunity to take this information and immediately put it into some sort of actionable use in your life so that you can see for yourself what this can do and how this can move you towards your objectives. And so also going back and listening to those some of those early podcasts, you can do uh, those lab assignments and start building your own kit, your own personalized kit, Change Academy kit. And we do have a little lab assignment for you for this week. Yeah. Okay. Should I? Uh, I'll explain. <laughs> okay. 
So this week's lab assignment, get out your, um, what do we want them to put on this week? I guess your lab coat, your glasses. Sure. Little pocket protector, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and what we want you to do is to sit down and and make a list of goals that you just have. Most of us have a bunch of goals just sort of rattling around in our heads at any given time. So just spew them out onto the page. Don't give them any any real thought. Just put down all the goals that you have currently for yourself. Okay, once you have a list of some of your goals, ask yourself what objective, what identity, what core value would achieving that particular goal be moving you closer to? That was kind of a complicated sentence. Let me say it again. What objective, what core value would achieving that goal move you toward? Now, if you can't readily answer that question, then we want to invite you to spend some time this week thinking about this, playing around with this question. Do you want to, should we do a scenario? I've got a few um, yeah, give goals me some that goals. I just jotted down here. Okay, so let's say I've got some goals and the first one is to eat more veggies every right. day. Yeah, and the second one is to... Clean the house more often. (laughs) COVID has made my house a disaster, but uh, (laughs) luckily I have a very diligent partner. Uh, Then my next goal is to run 10 kilometers without stopping, which is something I used to be able to do, but I can't do right now. And um, last goal is to not snack as often in the evening, like snacking after dinner. Okay, so these are some great goals and ones that I bet a lot of people will be able to identify with, but let's just take them one by one. So the first one was to eat more vegetables. Well, that's that's a nice goal, but what is the objective that drives that? What's the value that you're reaching towards? Yeah, yeah, I think I think for something like that, it's really being the kind of person who just cares about their body and takes care of their body and values what their body can can do and offer. So yeah, caring caring about your body or for your body. Awesome. Okay. And the second one was cleaning your house more. What? Yeah. What core value is that linking to for you? What, would, what <laughs> like, would cleaning your house more often, what would that bring you closer to in terms of your desired, your ideal self? Yeah. Well, like I said, the house is getting cleaned, whether I do it or not. Just not by you. <laughs> just not by me. So I guess that that goal isn't so much uh, aligned with the clean house part of things, but of uh, pulling my own weight and, and being a member of a member of a team that pulls mm. their own weight. Nice. Nice. That's doesn't that feel so much more deeper than than just having Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it doesn't make the goal of having cleaning the house more go away, but it hooks it into something much more significant. Okay, so the third one was being able to run 10 kilometers without stopping, which I've n- yeah. never done once in my life by the way, but so what's <laughs> the uh what's the core value? What's the identity that's behind that one? Um I think it's really it's it's I don't want to say frivolous, but it's really just about being the kind of person who can set a goal and achieve it, like set some sort of bucket list ideal and actually like fall through and get it done. Ah, I'm, I am someone who follows through. Yeah. Follows through on their plans. And does what I said and say I'm going to do yeah. or do what I set out to do. I love that. And then the fourth one was do less snacking in the evening. So what's yeah. the core value that's attached to? Actually, I think that kind of loops back to the beginning and aligns with the uh, the first one, which was to be somebody who takes care of their body. Ooh, very interesting. So guys, when you're doing this exercise, you make your list of goals and you start coming up with some uh, objectives that you feel are linked to those goals. 
take a special notice if you have several goals that are actually tied to the same objective, because imagine how powerful that would be to, to take those goals together and start making progress, how fast you would be moving, how much faster you would be moving towards that objective. So that's kind of an exciting discovery. Yeah. Like when it comes right down to it, our actions are rooted in our beliefs. That's just the way that we work. And our beliefs come from our observations and our experiences. And that's throughout our entire lives. So if we're not quite ready to accept the responsibility of a new overall objective, then we may need to change our underlying beliefs. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Using these goals as ways to change those underlying beliefs in order to allow us to accept that new overall objective is a really powerful thing. And it's a, a really important way to, to move us towards reaching our goals. So I guess to sum up what we've come up with is that both goals and objectives are super important. They work hand in glove. Ooh. But in my experience, people tend to be a little bit clearer on their goals than on their objectives. And that's why we thought it would be worth taking a little time this week to focus specifically on the objective part of the equation. There's a, there's a quote from Roy Disney. I think it was Walt's brother or Walt's son. I don't remember which, <laughs> which Disney it was, but it was Roy Disney said, making decisions is easy if you understand your objectives, if you're clear on your objectives. I may be butchering the, the quote, but it's something along the lines of decisions are a lot easier when you understand your objectives. They sure are. So I hope you have some fun with this week's lab assignment. And, and if this is one that you can answer really easily, you're really clear on your objectives, your core values, and how all your goals tie into them, then you are already ready for the next episode. We're going to start digging into how we start hatching a plan to move us towards the goals and objectives that we've identified. Yeah. And in the meantime, before the next episode, we have three things that we want you to do. And that is to make sure that you subscribe to this podcast, wherever you happen to be listening to it. If you hit the subscribe button, it doesn't cost you any money. Don't worry about that. People panic with the word subscribe. It is free. It's always going to be free, but it'll make sure that you get every episode of the of this podcast automatically. We want you to also go over to changeacademypodcast.com and take a look around. And while you're taking a look around, you can sign up for our free newsletter and we'll keep you up to date on stuff through that. And of course, send us an email, send us a note on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever you happen to, to be in contact with Monica or me, send us a note and let us know how things are progressing, what you're working on. Maybe we can help you hone in your, your core value and find that objective based on your goals. We're, we're here. We want you to, uh, to have, make this into a two-way conversation. Yes, you actually have an opportunity to shape the future of the Change Academy podcast. We're still early days here. And so when we hear from you about what is helping, what else you need, that'll allow us to turn that around and put it right into the podcast. So come be co-creators with us at changeacademypodcast.com. All right, I'll see you soon, Brock. All right. All right, thank you, everybody. Don't forget to make a list of your goals and objectives before next class. Thank you.